Welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian Podcast. My name is Joe. I'm a registered dietitian and we're all here to smash some binge eating. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Apologies that it's been a little while. I actually meant to release this episode last week, but then I had a tech issue. So please forgive me for that. How are things going since we last spoke? How's everything with your binge eating? I know we're approaching Christmas, end of year, the dreaded January, new year, new me. It's coming. So I just want to hold space for you. I know how hard this time of year is. Before I dive into today's episode, I want to let you know that you can download a free checklist, how to have your first binge-free week. Head to the link in the show notes where there is a link to sign up. You'll join my regular mailing list and you'll get that free checklist and get your first binge-free week well underway. So once again, head to the link in the description for this episode. You'll get your free, have your first binge-free week checklist. It's short, it's concise, but what's in there is it's it's the bit that everybody always overlooks. So please do go and grab that now. All right, can we get into today's episode, please? Because it is pretty juicy. Today we're talking all things carbs. Carbs, carbohydrates, you know them. You have a love-hate relationship with them. You fear them. You wish that you could just not worry about carbs anymore, that you could just perhaps not eat carbs anymore and everything would be well with your binge eating. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you the three mistakes that you are making with carbs today. And in fact, I really believe that these mistakes are holding you back from recovering from binge eating, from stopping your binge eating. As always, you can let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Drop me an email, joe at antidietanswers.com. All right, so I'll be sharing three mistakes with you today. And the first mistake is you are trying to cut out carbs all together. And I use the word trying to here because it doesn't always go to plan, does it? Let's bring in the analogy of the pendulum here. You know the pendulum. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. It's the pendulum that swings between eating perfectly, feeling really good, good feeling like, yes, I've nailed this binge eating over to eating in a way that you are ashamed of. You're binging often. You feel out of control around food and the pendulum swings from one side to the other. So you're eating really good and you're eating perfect. And I use perfect in quotation marks for some time, but then Yes, the pendulum swings over to binge land and you're stuck there for some time too. So when it comes to carbs, you feel like you can cut out carbs for a while and you feel really great. You feel like, yeah, this is no problem. I've cracked this binge eating business. You feel like your mind is sharp, like you can focus, that you can get stuff done without thinking about food every second of the day. I even bet that you've stuck to this. And, you know, I'm going to just label this as keto because that's what we're talking about here, cutting carbs out altogether, some kind of keto or low-carb, high-fat way of eating. So you've stuck to this keto way of eating for a prolonged period, perhaps, maybe even months or years. Maybe you've lost a ton of weight and you are so smug thinking, yeah, I've nailed this. But then you have, and this is what always happens, you have just 
one bite of a non-keto thing, one bite of something that contained carbs, and it is like a switch was flicked. Now you're into binge mode. That pendulum swings really ferociously into binge land, and it seems like you are inhaling carbs, chocolate, jellies, teaspoons of honey or sugar, if that's all that you have at home. If that's you, I see you. I know this hurts so much because you're thinking, I was doing so good. And you tell yourself, okay, I'll just get back on keto as soon as I can. And maybe you do. Maybe you do get back on keto pretty soon. But sadly, another binge does happen again pretty soon. And it becomes harder and harder to get back on it, to get back into eating well, feeling like you're eating perfectly. Before you know it, you've reached diet rock bottom. And this is what I call my old friend. I remember diet rock bottom and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Remember, we're talking about the first mistake here, which is that you're cutting out carbs altogether or you're trying to. You may have read that humans don't technically need carbs to survive. Protein and fat are essential, but carbs have been labeled as optional. This statement actually is true. And even though that is the case, take it from me, I've worked with thousands of people at this point as a registered dietitian, and I haven't met anybody who has successfully cut out all carbs and who lives a happy, fulfilled life. And I do mean that. In my opinion, carbs is where happiness lies, and that's wonderful. When you cut out carbs, you feel anxious, you feel on edge, you feel like you can't relax. And actually, there is some science behind that. So carbs are a valued source of L-tryptophan, which aids in serotonin production and increases your mood. This is the same reason that having carbs before bed, like what your mom used to recommend you have, like a glass of milk before bed, that can help to settle you to sleep. Let me ask you this, since you started keto, have you been sleeping well? If not, I wonder why. How has your mood been? Have you been a bit grouchy, a bit touchy, a little bit hard to be around? Again, I wonder why. But having said all that, you know my mantra, you are the expert of you. So ignore my opinion and actually you can, you can ignore everybody else's opinion on this matter too because I want you to pay attention to what happens to you when you cut out carbs. How do you feel when you cut out carbs? And don't be selective here, okay? I know you're going to think about, oh, I feel sharp and I feel like I can focus and I feel like I'm losing weight. We can acknowledge that cutting out carbs can make you feel really good for a while. We can't leave out the other stuff. We can't leave out the binges. We can't leave out the poor sleep or the really cranky mood. We have to look at the whole picture. So how do you feel when you cut out carbs completely? So that was the first mistake, trying to cut out carbs completely. The second mistake that you're making with carbs, and you're you're going to resonate with this if you are somebody who identifies as struggling with orthorexia or always having to eat clean or only eat foods that are pure. The second mistake that you're making is that you're 
only aiming to eat whole grain carbs. All right, Joe, I hear you say you've convinced me not to cut out carbs completely, but I can choose the good version of carbs, right? Whole grain starches. I can choose to cut out sugar or processed white carbs. I don't have to eat bread, right? I hear you. And firstly, well done for coming around to not cutting out carbs altogether. I really do commend you for that. Whole grains are valuable. There's no doubt about it. They're high in fiber, help you to poop better, feel fuller, and reduce risk of some diseases such as cancer. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Whole grains are wonderful. And speaking on a population level, we could all do with a couple of extra portions of whole grains in our day. However, Let's use this as an opportunity to challenge your black and white thinking. We can simultaneously include more whole grain carbs without having to put white carbs such as white bread or processed carbs onto some kind of blacklist because you and I both know that blacklists only lead to binging. So how about we include both? How about we include some whole grains? Great. And how about we include some of the other carbs that you enjoy too? I hear the panic in your voice already. I know that you're saying to me, yeah, but Joe, you said whole grains are valuable and that we should include them. And yes, I did. You're absolutely right. But if I just left it at that, then what we have done is we've set you up with another food rule. And that food rule is, whole grains only, no processed carbs. And that is not going to be helpful to you when you're developing your new positive relationship with food. White pasta, white bread, processed carbs like fries, they are valuable too. They serve you too. And by the way, like contrary to what you might think, those foods are not completely devoid of all nutrients. Actually, did you know that certain white versions of carbs, like white bread, sometimes have a higher micronutrient value than the whole grain options? I can assure you, as a registered dietitian, that white carbs are not the devil. You can enjoy them. You can enjoy them. You can enjoy them. And if you're fighting me on this, that's okay. That's okay. I encourage you to stand up for what you think is right for you. But are you the same person that I see literally salivating when your roommate makes mac and cheese or your husband brings home a chipper and the smell of the hot salt and vinegar hits your nostrils when you genuinely like the taste of a food? And you might be ashamed to say that you like it. You might not like to admit that you like foods like chips. But if you do like chips and you try to put it on a blacklist or a bad food list, a list of foods that you shouldn't have, you are basically guaranteeing cravings. And what happens? What happens in your scenario? You just have one chip. You have one of your husband's chips And then all of a sudden, that switch is flicked. 
One chip leads to five, leads to 10, leads to your whole bag of chips that your husband brought home for himself because he said he didn't want any. And then you end up in a full-blown argument with your husband. You feel so guilty, so ashamed. You are wondering, why did I do that? And it feels like you're back to square one. So that's the second mistake that you're making. Firstly, it's trying to cut out all carbs. And secondly, it's trying to limit your carbs to only the whole grain versions. The third mistake that you're making when it comes to carbs is that you are blaming carbs for your binging. I know that you are a meaning-seeking creature. You want to try and find meaning behind everything that you do. And that's great. It's great that you are so inquisitive and curious. But sometimes, many times, if I'm being honest, the answer to why you are binging is not the obvious answer that you think that it is. You think that your binging happens because you've allowed yourself access to certain foods, like chips from the last example. So when you eat chips and a binge happens, it's like you are reinforcing this narrative that, yes, for me, eating chips equals binge. Our minds are like filing cabinets. And when you're trying to answer a question like, why did this binge happen? You go into that filing cabinet and you sift through it until you find some evidence. The evidence that says, yes, in the past, I've allowed myself to have one chip and it resulted in a binge and that happened on a couple of occasions. So chips must be the reason why I binge. And then therefore the answer is to cut out chips and I won't binge anymore. Is that how the story goes? Is that the narrative that you say to yourself? Is that working for you? Has it worked for you to cut out chips? Has that stopped your binging? I know that seems like it's the obvious answer, but actually when you, firstly, well, when you do the job that I do, when you speak with people who struggle with binge eating every day, a certain theme comes up and this comes up again and again and again. And the next time you are in a a forum or a Facebook group to help you with binging, like a support group, notice how many of the folk in that group are also trying to find the reason behind their binges. And as well as that, they are on a restrictive diet, like keto, like clean eating, like some kind of whole 30 plan. That is what is always overlooked. That is what you are overlooking. That is a mistake that you are making. It might not be that the binges are caused by the fact that you've eaten some chips, The binges are more likely caused by the fact that you are always on and off a different plan. You were not born binging on carbs. It's not that you have a disorder or an addiction to carbs. We pick up messages from all around us, from caregivers, from friends at school, from diet magazines as you get older. We pick up these messages that carbs are bad. And it's only when we start meddling with carbs Do we suddenly feel like they have a power and a hold over us? I ask you to ask yourself, is it possible that your binging has come out of you starting some diet plan where carbs, or even another food, but in many cases it is carbs, where carbs were restricted in some way? 
So that's the third mistake that you're making when it comes to carbs and binge eating. You're blaming carbs for your binging. Remember, you are the expert of you. You and I are here to help you stop binging. As a takeaway for this episode, could you look at your binge pattern and specifically the foods that you binge on? What carbs do you like to binge on? Do you ever have a binge where carbs are not a part of it? That's a really interesting question. Have you ever binged without binging on carbs? I'll leave that one with you. As always, please let me know what you think of today's podcast episode. You can email me at any time, joe at antidietanswers.com. All right, I'm going to leave you there. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'll be back with you in probably two weeks. I think for me going forward, an episode every two weeks is manageable. It's realistic. I have lots else going on in the background besides the podcast. So I'll share more on that as we move into the new year. All right. Thank you for listening. I'll see you soon. Until then, please take care of yourself. Podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship.